After a decade of gathering women together for prayer, we are inspired to bring our words of encouragement to you. This is iRefresh. Welcome to iRefresh, where we empower ordinary women to do extraordinary things through the power of prayer and encouragement. And I wanted to welcome back Tiffany Smiling. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you. We, I wanted us to, one, is talk about this amazing book of inspiration, and you can get it on probably Amazon. Yeah, it's and Barnes & Noble, okay. Lifeway Christian, online, and Amazon. Okay. okay, so I couldn't put this book down. It was such a great inspirational story, actually really kind of a couple stories in one, and I wanted to highlight your book because your dream, God's plan, it's beginning where we talk about in our other segment about how basically walking through cancer mm -hmm. at a young age. Was, what age did you was that starting? I was diagnosed at ten years old. Ten years old. Wow. And overcame cancer part when you were around sixteen. I was sixteen during my last surgery. And then when cancer wasn't enough, then uh, a stroke happened in the middle of her last. Was it the last brain surgery? Last brain surgery the surgeon accidentally nicked a blood vessel that caused the stroke, yes. Yeah, so unbelievable. Uh, and yet, I am grateful to, because I know all of the family, and I, I just think, you know, when bad things happen to good people, we can either choose love and forgiveness and looking at what God wants to do in the midst of it and through it. Uh, and I, I see just the, the smiling family, truly, they, their name is so appropriate because <laughs> There is such joy in their lives, and I wanted to not only highlight that, and you'll definitely want to listen to that podcast um, as well, but one of the things that I see is your passion, things for the Lord, the wanting to make a difference in your life. I think when you're in a place where your life was on the edge of life and death is what God has put in you. Mm -hmm. And so tell me a little bit about what, what birthed out of you to start a foundation. I had graduated from OSU and I had opened a frozen yogurt store here in Tulsa. I love that. And that was good, <laughs> really good. And I was running the business, and it was great financially having a business, making money, seeing it grow successful, but it wasn't fulfilling the way I knew a, what, if God had called me to do that. Hmm. So I started to pray, God, this is wonderful, and it's fascinating, and I love the customers, but there's something more you called me to do. Yeah. And he started speaking to me about how he'd brought me through all my cancer journey, and all the pain through that, and how he started speaking to me about the orphan children. And I had mm. never gone on a mission trip, and I've never mm. met, encountered a child, because I was in the hospital growing up, you know, I wasn't oh, overseas. Yeah. And um, so I started thinking, I started taking the next step, what does this look like? I started going on trips, started meeting children overseas. Uganda was my first trip. Right. And it all clicked when I got on the ground in Uganda, and I started meeting children who were abandoned on the streets, had wow. no parents, they were sick, they were ill, they were fighting for their life, but no one to fight for them because they didn't have any parents. Mm -hmm. um, so when I started meeting children who had, you know, illnesses and they were six years old taking care of their two younger siblings because they watched their parents get murdered, wow. I started thinking, someone has to do something about this. No kidding. And wow. The Lord started showing wow. me. Okay. That's you. You need to go rescue these children. So that had to be so overwhelming. Yeah. Like even the idea of what you saw yes. and like how can you make a difference? Mm -hmm. So then what were the steps that you began to take towards fulfilling like that need to help someone?
for me, it never was let's start an organization or a foundation. It was let's help this family. Okay. Let's help these children I just met. So I started when I would go on a trip, I would meet children and then I would want to help those children. Okay. And then I wanted to build a home for children. So I wanted to give them, I had such a strong family structure growing up. Yes. I wanted to give them family. Because giving them physical necessities is great, but they need the family bonding, the family unity. Yes. They need to see the body of Christ as it operates in the family. That's good. Um, so I wanted to build a home was the next thing. Wow. And so that's when I started A little ambitious. Home. Yes. <laughs> For me at the time, right. it really was, okay. I was in debt. I had a, the yogurt store. Right. So I was in debt paying off that loan. And then um, I didn't have savings, didn't have anything to work with. It was strictly getting the cause out, fundraising, telling people about the children and having them help any way they could. Wow, that's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Did you have volunteers to help you? Kind not, of, not, not, not too much. But I tried, to, I tried to play most roles at the time just to make sure we could do what we could to help those children that I had met. But see now, just a promo is there's it's still not like because she still um, has much opportunity for volunteering. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, when you think about how you can do a little bit, that could go a long way. Even Ira Fresh got involved in the, in the mm -hmm. fall, and bringing together resources. And when you all do a little bit, mm -hmm. it's amazing how it can make a bigger difference in these children's lives. So tell me. How did you, you were in Uganda, but how did you land in working in Haiti? I had gotten a call from a guy who had started an orphanage in Haiti, and I had done orphan care at this point for a few years. Okay. And I had vowed to never go back to Haiti. My first oh, really? trip to Haiti oh, that bad. was not great. I had gone on the Make-A-Wish wow. cruise okay. when I was a oh. cancer child growing up. And when I stopped in Haiti, that we, we went through the market on the cruise stop. We went through the marketplace and we picked up some trinkets. Okay. And um, this little knickknacks, I mean flip-flops, purse, just souvenirs. Mm -hmm. And when I had come home, I had relapsed the next day wow. with cancer. Wow. So I had associated that whole memory with the whole okay. Haiti experience. Mm -hmm. So I vowed that I would, wow. not, I would go anywhere for orphan care, but I wouldn't go to Haiti. My and goodness. so as, um, in the Lord works in those moments. Yes. Um, I got a call from a guy to go to Haiti. He had started an orphanage, and he needed help on creating the family style environment there. Okay. So I went down on a trip with him, and I just fell in love with the culture, and I knew when I got there, that's where the Lord wanted me to be. Mm -hmm. And the children there, they're just so, they're so joyful. They're so happy. The need, I mean, they're the neediest country right. in this hemisphere. Um, the need is outrageous. I've never seen a need like it. Mm -hmm. And um, just, I mean, physical needs, the food, the sicknesses, mm -hmm. I mean, they're hungry, they're starving, they need family, they need clothes. And so I was like, I have to come back here and do right. something for these children. It's amazing because my son's first missions trip was in Haiti, mm -hmm. uh, my younger one. And now my older son has gotten involved in, in working along with Tiffany through his business. And one of the things is I, were, I wanted to highlight with All My Heart Foundation is went to a, a, one of your, your first really of a fundraiser mm -hmm. and what a beautiful night of just rejoicing what God's done which I want us to highlight but you know I, I think sometimes we don't realize the needs of what, what, what we can do and my oldest son um, has thought like I'm, a, I'm just graduating I'm working on my MBA but what can I do and I loved how God put in his heart about creating a dream how he can do that with his business background. And as he was working in his own place of doing a business, as he wants to link arms with 
some of the proceeds from his business to go towards with all my foundation mm -hmm. to with all my heart because what we can he can do in working with people is um, changing a life and not just him and it's not about him just making money but it's everybody working together mm -hmm. and I think that's the beauty of this mm -hmm. is everybody can be a part in him even doing it where he wants people to know that when you buy a coffee you're also helping the children of Haiti and and some of the vision I would love us to highlight like some of the things you even spoke to Daniel about um, what you're doing right now in Haiti that I think is so amazing to sustain itself even can you share some of that? Yes, when, after I went on that trip, I eventually met a lady who there, what, who is phenomenal, and she's the heartbeat of our work. Mm -hmm. And she is mama to the village where we serve. So working with her has been incredible. But we do missions differently. We take mm -hmm. an approach, a long-term approach, and we want to make sure that everything that we're building is gonna sustain itself. Right. So poverty is the problem in Haiti. Mm -hmm. You're seeing mm -hmm. hunger, you see tra human trafficking, you see orphans, you see slavery. But the main problem is poverty. Okay. So for us to end all these other issues, we have to end poverty. Okay. And so one of the ways to do that is by creating business in country. Okay. Um, we got to create business, and that's a Haitian to Haitian sell. Okay. So we Which have. Which is to, different. Yes. Yes, yeah, it's, it's working with them. Yes. Okay. Not mm -hmm. not like where we create jewelry and come back in America and sell it. Right. that's still dependent on the American dollar, which that's great because right. it helps bring in revenue. Mm -hmm. But we're, we need something that's going to make money in country by a Haitian for a Haitian. Okay. And so we created a chicken farm. And so the chicken farm has done wonderful. It's created jobs. It's created revenue for us. And so all the chickens lay an egg every single day. Okay. And then we take those eggs, half of them, we feed all the kids in our school, which there are a thousand. Thousand. That's a lot of eggs. Yeah, a lot of chickens day. you have. And it's a job for the okay. lady that has to pill them. There's a lady that her job is to pill thousand eggs a day. Oh, her poor fingers. Right. Okay. And she's so grateful for to feed her family with that job. Hmm. But um, so a thousand eggs go to the school. A thousand eggs we sell in the marketplace. Okay. We're the distributor, so we're the middle. We have middlemen there. Okay. So we make money selling it to the middleman. The middleman makes money selling it to the community for his family. Okay. And then we take the revenue from the profits at the end of the cycle, which is 18 months for our chickens. They lay an egg every day for 18 months. Okay. And then we sell those chickens when they're done laying eggs as chicken in the market. Okay. And all the money we buy our next batch of chickens with. Wow. And so that sustainable solution, it, we're not constantly sending money over to feed children we're constantly feeding children from that one time. That's brilliant. Yes, it's been amazing. And they're excited, they have jobs for people, they're getting fed, the only school in the nation getting fed protein every single day, wow. other than just rice and the whole rice porridge they usually get. So. And that's one thing I think is amazing too for you is that it's not just about asking people to give money, mm -hmm. but it's you're allowing them to become independent in one area. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I, I know too that is the funds that you use um, help to build other programs. Like what else, what is the, some of the new things that you're working on? We have a rescue home opening this fall. Okay. Um, it's to rescue more children into that home. And then we're also building a mission team base. What we like to do is look at where other people are spending money when they come into to our compound. Okay. One way is mission teams. Um, we actually base them at a hotel close by, and so when we base them at our place, it'll pay off the whole building in less than a year. 
Wow. And then How creative. all the money we'll make off of that will pay for the teachers, we'll pay for the medical supplies that we use for the orphans, we'll pay for those other avenues so we're not using fundraised dollars. And just creating mm -hmm. solutions around to help, you know, truly end poverty and not just aid it for the moment. Right. So even you're saying to me is we could reach out to different organizations, whether it's through different colleges, mm -hmm. uh, whether they're Christian or secular, People enjoy a cause. When they know that you're helping another another person, when you're helping so many children, not only you're you're feeding them, you're educating them. Mm -hmm. And I believe too that they also do adopting, at least the one you're talking about, they've adopted last I remember it was like twenty six kids. Our um, mama and our home right. our home has we have forty orphans. Forty orphans, okay. And so those are her kids. Okay. And so they are not up for adoption, but there are many places that we work with because we also do feeding programs in other orphanages, okay. and there are many children over there for adopting. Wow. Mm -hmm. There's so many incredible things that, that um, Tiffany has been working long and has worked in the community. And I also know even you, different, not just only my son's um, coffee business, but I know there's other organizations that have come and linked arms together. And, you know, you may even know of an organization that would really want to participate and be a part of creating solutions that are sustainable. It's not just ask, write, and a check, but these are literally, they're going towards something that reproduces and increases and allowing them to even do more and more feeding of kids, educating them, allowing them an opportunity to have a life, to be in a, in a family environment. Mm -hmm. And the other part that I think we haven't really hit on too is that you wanted to link arms though with the church so that they're also getting the word of God in them. On the U.S. side, we're the With All My Heart Foundation. On the Haiti side, we are no named. We are the church. Okay. And so when we feed kids or when we care for children or when we educate children and when we love on children that way, it's coming through the body of Christ. Okay. And so we don't, we want the name of Jesus to be lifted up, that Jesus, it was him that clothed them, him that fed them, him that met their needs, not an yes. organization. Good. And so we are planning, we have already planted a church there and we also do pastor training. So we have over 50 pastors that we train once a month on a weekend okay. at our place. Because wow. we're preparing to send them out into the unreached villages. Okay. So um, right now they've been in it for three years. They still have a ways to go before they're ready. We want to make sure they're ready before we send them out. Yes. But so it, we definitely are the body of Christ on the ground. Yes. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that there's a lot more that you can learn about. It's not just one program. There's multiple programs that are happening. Tiffany, how can they connect with you and learn more and get maybe involved in knowing how to even invite maybe uh, a boss or your organization that you could approach them and, and send a link to them, how would they get involved in, in getting connected with you? Yeah, you can connect with us um, on our website. It's WAMH for With All My Heart Foundation, but it's WAMHfoundation.org or on Facebook or on Instagram. Just send us an email. We work with so many different businesses. Mm -hmm. There's so many people behind our cause. We're mm -hmm. just the unity factor for everyone else to be able to give back and do more and reach more people. So it's amazing to see businesses or individuals or just people come alongside wherever the Lord leads them. Yeah, that's the, the great thing. I've, I've been watching, even if you follow her on the social media with their foundation and seeing all the fun things. And there's some companies that literally they take some of their employees and they go down there. And uh, whether that's a missions trip or just a trip for a cause, 
they're making it in a difference in their world. And so I just want to encourage you is to prayerfully consider maybe that, 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 that's a way that I can get involved or I know someone that that is so their heartbeat. But every one of us making a difference to get children off the streets fed mm -hmm. and giving sustainability of people getting hired in the community and giving them jobs. Mm -hmm. So many incredible things that you are uh, able to work alongside with them. Mm -hmm. And that's where I gr it's great. It's the body of Christ. It's businesses linking arm in arm with the people there, that it's something that's not just a temporary fix, but it's a long-term, which I, I love that, that mission of long-term, sustainable, making an impact. The, the people there are making the impact. Yes. It's not just us from the outside, but they're making the impact. Yes. And, and that training, I think it's a powerful tool, that when you have the Word and the prayers and then just the visual, uh, you know, just thinking that we can have our hands there you could go on a trip. Um, you can get a community within your own church even. Uh, but so many incredible ways that they can make a difference. Yes. So what would, be, what would you want to say just to highlight? Um, a lot of times people think, have in their mind they don't have certain things right now to make a difference in that way. Um, I always tell there's always room. I have a lot of my teacher friends who are right now they're they're helping write curriculum for our school and wow. they're making a massive impact because that's their gifting that's great and you have a gifting yes and you are called to make a difference in some way not necessarily with our organization but somewhere right um to overseas here in tulsa or anywhere mm -hmm. around the u.s mm -hmm. but we all have a gifting where we can use that resource to do greater for the kingdom that's great well we are so glad that Tiffany can share just something that God's put on her heart and how it's able to actually help so many people, but it's also engaging people around our own community and abroad. And we want to hear from you. Maybe there's something that you've done, some kind of creative idea that you have. You've done it or you've uh, wanted like to do it. We want to encourage you to be able to walk out what God's put in your heart. So get in touch with us. Subscribe to our podcast. Follow us on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you about your story and how you're overcoming the things in your life and making a difference. Until then, go change your world. Mm -hmm.